Hi there, it's Memory from Friends Abroad Relationship School. So let's talk about when you are struggling to let go of someone after a breakup. What do you do? You self-parent and soothe yourself. You go back to yourself and connect with yourself. You reconnect with your innocence. You reconnect with activities you had abandoned. You travel. You find something such as a cuddly toy to replace your ex with. You love yourself and give yourself the love you want to give your ex by hugging yourself or the cuddly toy and speaking softly to yourself and using words of affirmations. You massage yourself or get a massage to replace touch. You access love from those who love you, your immediate circle. They are around you, friends, groups and families. The greater good, they need you, offer your gifts and connect with other humans. You journal you sift Sam for emotional regulation and objective evaluation of triggers. You exercise. You meditate. You delete and block. You tell yourself people are on loan. You remind yourself you will meet someone who will keep their promise. You use words of affirmations. You practice gratitude for your life and what you have. You invest in yourself and in your interests. You become creative and um, you invest in your creativity. You let it go and you let it go. You let it hurt and you let it go. You love yourself on three levels. Self-love for yourself, doing things for yourself with resilience and self-sufficiency. Love from your immediate circle. And love of the greater good. I hope that was helpful. And I hope you don't get stuck um, while you are wanting to connect with the next or being riddled by overwhelming emotions from a breakup. I hope you invest in yourself. And I know initially it will be difficult, but with time and self-investment and focusing on yourself, Things will get easier. Thank you. Quality life before relationship. Hi there. It's Memory from Friends Abroad Relationship School. I wanted to talk about denial as a form of self-sabotage. We might struggle to let go of what we are used to. However, compared to the long-term pain of a bad relationship after another, and living in survival mode, that short-term pain of healing your emotions is actually not much. A lot of us are in denial about the existence of our childhood trauma and the impact on our lives today. This is because we want to avoid dealing with painful feelings or areas of our life which we do not want to admit. We therefore attempt to control things we cannot control and ignore things we can and we need to change because of fear of something facing something bigger. Some people avoid talking about their trauma even to themselves. And sometimes they can use other people's bad behavior as an example that they do not have a problem in order to minimize their own problems. This is not helpful because our problems are our own and taking responsibility is for us, not for others. Other people have their own lives to focus on. And sometimes you can acknowledge and make promises that you will change and then keep postponing your healing, which is not a great option because the wound continues to grow. 
Sometimes you cannot tolerate bad news because you are hiding from reality, usually followed by some sort of disaster. You also might have all the answers and no questions. There are some people who are like that. They have answers but no questions. But that's not true because we all have questions and we cannot grow if we lack outside perspective and objectivity. When we are closed off, we cannot let anything in either. If you are closed off to, you know, to your negatives, you cannot let in the positives. And sometimes you can adopt the status quo rules. You stick to how things have always been done. And you might also refer to how you have always seen things done. Or it could be that you have never seen things done differently and you might not want to accept a new approach or a new perspective. And this is not helpful because there are other ways to do things out there. Avoiding talking about trauma even to yourself is denial. When you are overconfident, you might lack humility, which allows self-awareness. When you work on a situation and then stop, you are also in denial. When you don't share your burdens with others and you appear human or not showing any flaws to others, it can come across as if you are narcissistic or psychopathic. Perhaps you have acknowledged and promised to change and keep postponing healing. But again, that's not helpful for you. What will happen here is that you will be continuously stressed, anxious and bad-tempered and short with other people because the mind knows there's something wrong, the body knows because you are afraid of something that you are not confronting. Blaming others for your problems and not taking responsibility for your part of the dynamic and your contribution is a sign of denial. So, What do you need to do in order to manage denial? Well, you need to have self-awareness and you need to accept feedback and recommendation. And you need to seek support through a recovery plan. And you need to be open to different options and perspective and also to step outside your comfort zone. Denial will not get you far. And if you seek support and you don't follow through, you're just betraying yourself. So step out of your comfort zone and start to do things differently. Realize that you don't know everything and you can't be right all the time. And you also have questions, you can't have all the answers. I hope that was helpful and I hope you do not continue to self-sabotage. Thank you for listening. Quality life before. Hi there, it's Memory from Friends Abroad Relationship School. So um, someone was making an inquiry about whether they should be okay with a new partner going away for a party over the weekend and the partner not contacting them 
Here is the thing. When you start a new relationship in a place of self-love, you are anchored in self-love. You do not attach to any outcome. You know what you want and you know how that's going to work out. So you trust and allow someone to do what they can. Of course, if someone goes away, you would probably expect them to reach out and say hi, you know, and all that. But that's not really black and white. So it helps to trust and allow someone to do what is best. It's only a weekend when they come back, see how things go and also monitor how the relationship progresses. If then things change you need to be aware and to take the appropriate action. It is not helpful to have expectations that someone should act like one, two, three. Have expectations on yourself that you will not tolerate one, two, three. And if you feel that you are not in a position to tolerate a certain behavior, get out. In this place, though, some people have got their own habits. And if they notice that you are not attached to an outcome, they might come on board and start to change things. But if they are questioned and challenged about where they were and why they didn't do one, two, three and call, they are likely to continue with their bad behaviors. You need to trust someone and you also need to Give them the benefit of the doubt. Innocent until proven guilty. Let people be and trust that they will do the right thing if they are the right person for you. Whatever you want to do right now will actually worsen the situation if you try to challenge them. But if you focus on yourself, they are likely to notice. And when you are focused on yourself... You are not likely attached to an outcome. If they mess up, they lose a good person, you leave. I hope that was helpful and I hope you do not put your worthiness in someone's hands. Thank you. Quality life before relationships. Hi there, it's Memory from Friends Abroad Relationship School. So um, it's an issue that came up um, where someone was um, complaining that um, her, his girlfriend was forcing him to marry her. He was taught that as a man, um, the chasing is for him, not for her. So my suggestion is that you as a person has got control and power over your life. Nobody can make you do something you don't want to do. And if you are a masculine man who wants a feminine woman, there's nothing wrong with that. Just go for the woman that you want. And what you could start doing as a man is to probably um, slow things down and maybe communicate um, your desires, really. It's important that the woman knows where you are coming from. And also, it can be a red flag when someone is pushing for marriage because they might be attached to an outcome. So you ought to 
slow things right down and communicate how you feel and behave in a way that indicates that you know you are in charge of your life and what will happen is if someone is attached to an outcome and they are trying to force matters they might start, start probably getting aggressive or angry or they can stop doing what they are doing if you are very clear about your leadership because most of the time it's also how you are leading the dynamic how you are showing up is the masculine if you want a feminine woman so nobody can dictate to you the kind of relationship that you get into or the dynamic you want to shape in your own life if you want to follow the masculine feminine um dynamic which anyway is natural uh, because polarity is important for for relationships but some people don't realize that it's just a matter of putting words into the um to describe the situation uh, so if you want to be very clear about that you need to act like that and you also need to lead the relationship so that the woman does not take over the pursuing or progression of the relationship which is i think what leadership is about i hope that was helpful and i hope if you want to step into your empowered masculine you do not send mixed signals or act passive aggressive you accept and you are clear about your planning progression and your leadership and you communicate with your feminine thank you quality life before relationship